to Austin. Goff fires. Catch me. It's Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley is in for a Rams touchdown. Snaps Watson the ball. It's a carry for Watson. Straight ahead. Touchdown, Houston. And Watson jumps into the stand. End over end. And it is good. There we go. <laughs> the Panthers have come to New England and beaten the defending Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots. With your inside look at everything football, it's TSN Four Downs with Andy McNamara. Brought to you by Domino's. Welcome to the show, folks. Yeah, TSN Four Downs, delivered by Domino's. Visit dominoes.ca today for all their delicious carryout and online orders. I'm Andy McNamara. Follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. Big show for you today. We'll visit with ESPN's Jeff Dickerson. He covers the Chicago Bears in the NFC North. Why, you might ask, are we talking Bears? Well, it will be the debut of the second overall pick from this past draft, Mitch Trubisky quarterback he goes monday night football hey they're throwing him right into the fire folks mike glennon signed him to what 16 plus million dollar deal for doing nothing what a great country the united states is nothing he's done nothing in his nfl career and he gets double digit million dollars gotta love it monday night football though and we'll have that game here on tsn 1050 against the division rival minnesota vikings where is he at the Bears are 1-3. You're past the quarter point now in the season. You got nothing to lose. Throw the kid in. So we'll get into that with Jeff Dickerson. Also, Scott Cullen from TSN.ca, one of our terrific fantasy football experts, returns. And you can get your fantasy questions answered by using hashtag HeyCully, hashtag HeyCully. And you can tweet us at TSN Scott Cullen, at AndyMC81, and at TSN4Downs. Tweet in your fantasy football questions, and we'll get to that in about a half-hour time with uh, Scott Cullen there. We'll also go through our stock up, stock down, my sleeper picks, my DraftKings sleeper picks, and another contest, folks. Producer Mike Skrizny. Skrizzy, we gave away $500 in prizes last week. And I saw none of it. But you got some, didn't you? No. No? I didn't do too well. Wow. Well, Dalvin Cook okay. got hurt. Oh, Mariota got hurt. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll kill your fantasy line. It will. But well, the, thankfully, it's a new week. <laughs> the great thing—that's the great thing about daily, right? DFS. You're not tied down to See it. See you, Dalvin. See you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks. <laughs> Dalvin. Who? Get out of here. Pick up somebody else. Exactly. So last week was our Domino's DraftKings NFL Pick'em contest. This week, we're going to win you some more money and a big pizza prize. So this is what you do. Okay, you go to draftfree.com, draftfree.com, you enter the NFL Pick'em Contest. It'll take you right to the page. If you're not signed up, no problem. You can sign up through there. Free to enter. Grand prize, Scrizzy, three large, three topping pizzas. And second place and down is cash. Oh, that sounds pretty. I'd be happy with either prize. Well, that's it, right? Just for playing. Free to enter. So let's have some fun. And you know what? Try to beat Scrizzy and I. We're, we, I, I was talking Good some trash. Luck. I was talking some trash on Twitter, right? People are are coming back. Hey, you know what? We talk every week on this show. Shut us up. Come on. Yeah, shut up the professionals. Come on, right? Professionals in quotations. But <laughs> Double quotations. Try to shut us Hard up. quotations. Hard quotations. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what you do. And we'll give our. Uh, we'll take you through. If you haven't played the Pick'em system, it's great. It's not uh, salary cap. It's real quick. Uh, so we'll go over that in the last segment of the show. You do have different tiers. There's like. Six to eight tiers of players. So in each tier, you pick which player you think is going to do the best out of that group. 
and then it scored the same way as normal fantasy points. So we'll give our first three tiers later on to give you an example. And again, you can enter at draftfree.com. Join the Dominoes for Downs DraftKings contest. Okay, let's get to the Twitter poll. Scribs, we've a little bit of a fire on Twitter this morning at TSN Four Downs with our, our poll question. An innocent enough question, I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. Right? It was entering NFL Week Five. Who's your quarter season MVP? So four weeks, right? NFL season's broken into quarters. Who's your MVP so far? Your options: Alex Smith, Todd Gurley, Tom Brady. Or Kareem Hunt. Alex Smith, Todd Gurley, Tom Brady, Kareem Hunt. You can still vote at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. Now, listen, the, the Patriots, have they had overall the best season screws? No, but Tom Brady is still leading the NFL in passing yards. And people are furious over Tom Brady being included on that list. People love to hate the Patriots. Wow. I get it. I, you However. know what I hate? <laughs> I, and, and have our, our buddy Alex at AW. I I I seventy five on oh, Twitter. I hate that guy. I know. <laughs> you listen to the show. Just Alex... leave me alone on between Saturday and Wednesday, bud. Uh, Alex Grizzy hates you, uh, so, but you know what? He's making me. He's like, oh, how how's Tom Brady on there? He's leading the league in passing yards. I hate Without that. Without Julian Edelman, his Correct. number one wide receiver, that's right. And he didn't have Gronk this week. Didn't and have he Gronk. still won. Didn't have Gronk. And in week one, Gronk was just coming back and wasn't himself. Like, I hate that you're making me defend Tom Brady. I don't like the Patriots any more than you. I don't like the Patriots. I don't want them to do well. This is the worst defense they've had since Brady's been quarterback for them. Horrendous defense. And they went. And somebody else tweeted in saying, oh, well, they're two plays away from being one and four. Yeah, but, but they're not. <laughs> right? They're not. They're, they're, they're yeah. two plays away from being one and four, but they're not. They're three and two. The Browns might be a few. The Browns are 20 plays away from being uh, 4-0. <laughs> but they're not. Mike Glennon's, what, one Tariq Cohen drop away from still Ooh, having a starting job. Boy. Yeah. So. The Bears. One and, th- one and three. Welcome to the NFL, everybody. Yeah. That's that's it. So, uh, yeah, people uh, people not liking. Uh, there's uh, Brad Boss on Twitter. The fact that Brady is even on this list is exactly why these polls are a waste of time. Again, Brad. But then, Leading the NFL. Then give us your fourth option. Exa- Who's your guy? I like Is it, it. Rodgers? I like Maybe? that. Maybe? You know what? Yeah. That's a great idea, Chris. If you don't like the list or the options or that Brady's in there, tweet me your other option. Or just don't vote for him. Who should be? Or don't vote for him. <laughs> Either or. Right? You don't, I'm not telling you. you have, it's not Brady four times. Right? Surprise so many people cranky on Thanksgiving weekend. Very cranky. It's a long weekend. Yeah. It's a long weekend. Uh, so let's see what the results are so far. Again, you can tweet at TSN4Downs at AndyMCAE1. Entering NFL Week 5, who's your quarter season MVP? Alex Smith, Todd Gurley, Tom Brady, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt leading the way at 35%. And Scrizz, oh, I'm so happy I got him in the draft. Oh, man. Spencer Ware went down. That's why you got to pay attention, folks. And don't have your fantasy drafts before that fourth preseason game. Kareem Hunt leading the way so far at 35%. Alex Smith in second, Todd Gurley close and third, and Tom Brady last at 19%. Who are you picking, Skriz? Sorry, I was um, talking to one of the uh, the other engineers back here. Oh, I totally missed that. My that's apologies. Okay. That's okay. We got Grady Sass, who's going to be producing the return. Not that anyone would know about it. The return of uh, Hockey Analytics. Also he just next brought Saturday. me a coffee. What a gem. Wow. Didn't bring me anything. All right. Fine. Grady. Anyway. Uh, I was getting your your vote, Scrizzy. Who's your MVP? I went with Alex Smith. You went with Smith? I went with Hunt. I went with Kareem Hunt. I think that guy's been such a beast 
that you can't go the the other way. I've, I, I'm I'm just I'm wowed by what Kareem Hunt has been able to do. Because what do you want? And in, in in sports, you want opportunity. Kareem Hunt took that opportunity. Think about this: if Spencer Ware wasn't hurt, this guy would be on the bench or seldomly used. How Probably. wild is that? I just think this has been the best stretch of Alex Smith's career. That game against Washington on sure. Monday night when he had to drive the field, that 30-yard run that he had where he kind of fooled everybody going out of bounds. Right. It's the little plays like that that he's making. And Travis Kelsey obviously is helping out. Mm-hmm. He's got Tyree Kill. They have a really, really good offense. Andy Reid would probably be the coach of the year. That's a great had question. That, vote that, might well. be a co- that might be a vote for, for next week. He's got to be right up there. And people forget about the athleticism of Alex Smith. Right? He can use his legs. He doesn't have to. And that's the quarterback I love in today's NFL, where you have the option to run, but you don't have to. Right? That's, that's what Alex Smith is doing. Now, Todd Gurley as well is a huge reason for the Rams' success. And I think almost solely responsible for how why Jared Goff is looking so good because he has had a resurgence. It's taking pressure off the young quarterback and allows Goff to make plays when he needs to and doesn't put too much on him. So I wouldn't vote for Brady either at this point, but you can't deny the dude had, what, a five-touchdown game and leads the league in passing yards. Come on. Come on. So With, Kareem with Chris Hogan and Danny Amendola <sighs> and Dwayne Allen. And, and that D. <laughs> and about six RB4s that you can't trust in fantasy. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's Bill. Maybe he uh, got greedy one too many times. I just think he'd be able to slide people in and out. They're missing Jabal Sheard and Jamie Collins. And that defense, which has been uh, been ravaged. So, all right, you can vote there at TSN Four Downs at Andy MC eighty one. Scrizzy, let's get to the uh, big three here, shall we? The big three. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, three games on the station this weekend. There's no um, no London game for the first time in a couple weeks. So it'll be one p.m. Some, now, I'd say somebody has to win, but there's, the tie is still an option. The battle of the winless. The L.A. Chargers into New York to take on the Giants. Scrizz, who are you taking in this? this is like call, I call this one like the, the jailhouse inmate game of the week. Like This is the one, if you're in jail, they slap this ugly one on. You got the Giants as three-point favorites. Is this the last time we're going to see Phillip Rivers versus Eli Manning? I wanted to bring that up. Like, How about that? You have both quarterbacks traded for each other in the same draft with 0-4 teams near the end of their careers. Jeez. Not I, a bad um, run for these guys. I honestly don't. This is this is a hard game to predict, but I would say that the Chargers D-line with Joey Bosa, Ooh, love Bosa. Melvin Ingram going against that shoddy Ooh. O-line at best. It's the nicest way I can say it. Mm-hmm. I think a guy like Bosa is going to give Eli Manning headaches all day. They're going to have to give Mel- Melvin Gordon the ball. He hasn't done as much as I thought he would this year. And he's been he asked for more more handoffs, more reps. So we'll see if he if he does get that. That's the trouble though, Chris. You're down, you can't run the ball as much. Exactly. And well, Keenan Allen's also been a stud too. So if I'm Rivers, I'm going to give it to the guy that's making the plays. Oh yeah. But so, th- that's the thing too with with the Chargers, they have a plethora of offensive weapons. It's Keenan Allen too, but hey, you could chuck it up to Tyrell uh, Williams, right? You could go Travis Benjamin. You got Gordon there too. You, you have the tight ends. Like you have options. Like it's, it just seems like it's such a. It's, it's a been cluster. the kicking game too. They had to cut mm. young, young way, young Hake Kim. Yeah, they had to cut him this week because he blew two games. So That's I just, I just think the Chargers are due. I don't like, the, I don't like the fact that the Giants can't run the ball. I hate their O line. 
OBJ seems to be healthy. They took him off the injury report this week. But then he's going against Casey Hayward, one of the best corners in the game. Sure. So, so is that going to shut him all down? All signs, to me, point to the Chargers. I'm going Chargers, too. I think Chargers outright. And, yeah, because you have at least that option to go with Melvin Gordon if you're the... Uh, if you're the Chargers. And the Giants, yeah. Paul Perkins, you're, you talk about RB4s with the Patriots. Does anybody else have, would have Paul, Polly Perkins? Little Polly Perkins as your, your starting running back? No. Horrendous running game. Why that was not addressed is beyond me. He was averaging, I believe, it's like under two yards per carry. Ooh. So we're both going Chargers. 425 game. Now, this is the main event, baby. This is the main event. 425 Sunday. Packers at Cowboys. Oh, baby. I can't Ooh. wait to see this one. This is great. So it's in Big D. Two and two Cowboys. Three and one Packers. Dallas. Two and a half point favorites. The Packers backfield is a mess. And even if Montgomery and Williams play, everybody's banged up back there. I'm going to say, Scriz, I'm going to go. This is so tight. Two and a half seems about right. Like Vegas has got this spot on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm think the, I think the Cowboys pull it out. I'll say the Cowboys at both, home. Both Packers tackles did practice this week. Um, I think that will help, especially against a guy like Demarcus Lawrence, who could oh. be the defensive MVP of the year right now in the Cowboys. Seven and a half sacks. Um, I, I didn't last week. I didn't see the Rams putting up this many points on that defense. Mm-hmm. And now that Sean Lee is out two to three weeks for the Cowboys, how do I not take Aaron Rodgers in a shootout type game? I think we're going to see a big week from Zeke Elliott. I think he's due. I th- didn't he? He killed them last last year. He had about 200 Ooh. yards last year. I think it was around week nine, week ten. Yeah, I think you're right. In I, Green Bay, I think you're right. So you're going pack. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little bit healthier this week. Cowboys seem dinged up. I'm gonna go Packers. I think Packers are too one dimensional. Give me the Cowboys. Okay, real quick. Sunday night or Chiefs at Texans? Can the Kansas City Chiefs remain undefeated against the Texans defense that hasn't been as good as I thought? We talked about Kareem Hunt, two of the MVP options on our poll. Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt. I'm going to say this is low scoring. Uh, under 20 for each team. The Chiefs pull it out. I think they, they bring Deshaun Watson back to it just a little bit. I think Watson, who went bananas last week, I think he gets brought, brought back down a little bit. Give me the Chiefs. This is a tough game as well. Deshaun Watson looked amazing last week. It's a pick'em. It's a one-point favorite. It's a one, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pick'em game. Yeah, it's a pick'em. DeAndre Hopkins going against any corner that's not Eric Berry mm. does give me hope for the Texans. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how you stop the Chiefs right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs till they give me a reason not to. Yeah, right? I feel the same way. Right? You got it's like with a winless team. You go against them till they give you a reason not to. So we'll both go Chiefs in the win. Okay, we'll take the break. We're gonna go to Chicago. Jeff Dickerson from ESPN. He covers the Chicago Bears and the NFC North. Mitch Trubisky, second overall pick, will make his debut at quarterback for the Bears this Monday. We'll also get his take on the rest of the NFC North. A lot more coming up here on TSN. Four downs. Obviously, you know, disappointment for Mike, but I think there's some excitement for Mitchell. And, uh, you know, it was just a decision I thought needed to be made. You know, we had uh, 10 giveaways in uh, the first four weeks of the season, and you can't win football games that way. I think, uh, you know, not that they were all one guy's fault, but the combination of that, you know, we're, we're going a different direction. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. And folks, we are delivered by Domino's. You can go to dominoes.ca. You can pre-order online for later in the day. Get your large four-topping pizza for just $11.99. Check out all their side dishes. And for dessert, the delicious marbled cookie brownie. All those deals and more at Domino's. 
Ca. So let's talk a little Chicago Bears. Mitch Trubisky, second overall pick in this past draft. Bears traded up from 3-2 to two to go get him. The kid starts Monday night football under those bright lights. Let's welcome in now Jeff Dickerson from ESPN. He covers the Chicago Bears in the NFC North. Jeff, how's it going, man? Andy, great to be with you this morning. Oh, thanks for coming on. I, listen, I was tracking Trubisky through this draft process, and it's funny, Jeff, how every year people predict, okay, like this time of year, who's going to be the top one-two pick? Well, last year it was supposed to be Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Kaiser. All of a sudden, Mitch Trubisky comes onto the scene, and boom, he goes second overall. So when we look at, at Trubisky, if we, if we take a, a step back um, through the preseason and training camp, what how did you feel he was performing? You know, Andy, I, I thought he was making steady progress. I think with Trubisky, when you watch him play, and you're right about there wasn't a great consensus about him going into the pre-draft process. I remember Mel Kuyper Jr., who we worked with at ESPN, saying that his advice would be for Trubisky to have gone back to school for another year. Mm-hmm. That He didn't think that he was ready to come out, but... All it takes is one team to be enamored by you, and that was the Chicago Bears and their GM. So they take them second overall. So when you watch Trubisky, the things that stood out to me were the athleticism. He's maybe not like a Deshaun Watson-type runner, but, Andy, he's not that far off. Mm -hmm. You'll see that Monday night. They're going to roll him outside the pocket. They're going to try to make plays just with his sheer athleticism. He's also a a fairly accurate passer, and he's accurate with his deep balls. Now, those are the physical tools that he will bring, I think, for the Bears moving forward here. But what you did see also in the preseason and in training camp was a young quarterback that didn't make all the right reads sometimes. They had a difficult time even taking the snap from the center because everything he did at North Carolina was out of the shotgun. So there was some good, there was some not so good, and you can could, you could understand, Andy, why the Bears' original plan was for him to sit most of this year. Right. Because he's not totally ready, but Glennon played so poorly and turned the ball over so much that the Bears had no other choice but to play the kid. So there'll, there'll be some bumps along the way, but I think what will stand out to people on Monday against Minnesota will be the fact that this guy is a pretty good athlete. It can make plays outside the pocket with his feet. And, Jeff, for, for Glennon, now I'm not a Mike Glennon fan. I think he was way overpaid to, to come to Chicago as the starter. But it's not like the Bears really surrounded him with any help. Like, how much, how much should we really put the blame on Glennon? Well, I think, um, see, I think for the Bears, their formula, if they're going to be competitive this year, it's going to be they're going to run the ball, yep. run the heck out of the ball with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohn, play good defense, and just not turn it over on offense. So the weapons are limited. Look, they don't have any wide receivers. I mean, Cameron Meredith was a huge loss for mm. them in, in the preseason. Kevin White's a bust, basically. But, I mean, at least he was a name that people had heard of. <laughs> so if, if he would have been around this year, he would have, you know, at least teams would have said, oh, I better cover this guy. There's just not much at wide receiver. Um, they do have some pretty good tight ends, though, so I think that's going to be working in, in Trubisky's favor with Zach Miller and Deion Sims. But I think where, where he lost it, Andy Glennon, is, is that he just he turned the ball over too much. I mean, eight turnovers in four games. Yeah. And most of those were quarterback air. 
And, and that's why they just could not live with those mistakes any longer. And that's why John Fox ultimately made this move. Right. And at one and three, quarter point of the season, you have the long week. Like this is, it was pretty much this time or, or after the bye, I guess, right? To, to, give the, to give Trubisky as much time as possible to get starter reps. Well, this worked out well because he did have he did have the extra time. But again, I, I mean, I think in a perfect world he's not playing right now. Yeah, you no, know, it's it's still Glennon. So so I I say this because he's going to make mistakes. I mean, this is a Minnesota defense that is coached by Mike Zimmer. Mm. This is no joke. I mean, they're they're going to be confusing the heck out of him on Monday. He's going to probably have a couple of interceptions. He's going to take some really big hits, I believe, in this game. So just. Going into it, understand that he's not going to be a savior year one. Just the hope is that he, he learns on the job and he shows you enough over the final 12 weeks. He gives you enough glimmers of, of playmaking ability because of that athleticism that you feel better about him going into year two with all this experience under his belt. I think that's the best case scenario. Is he going to lead the Bears to the playoffs? I, I don't think so. <laughs> but, you know, he could win a couple of games make some plays, keep people you know, engaged with the team. I think that's like what you're looking at here with the Bears' best case. Yeah, give that hope and show that progression. In conversation with ESPN's Jeff Dickerson on Twitter, at Dickerson ESPN. So let's talk about the NFC North here. As you mentioned, the Minnesota Vikings, no joke. Now, boy, you talk about a team that's banged up and uh, some bad luck. Dalvin Cook, who was an absolute monster early, He's gone. Uh, Sam Bradford with the knee in and out of the lineup. And your other option is Case Keenum. When you look at where the Vikings rank in that division, uh, you have the Lions and the, and the Packers. Are they slotted in right kind of where you think they should be in that third spot right now? I think so. I think so. And it's interesting because um, the Bears have given off every indication this week at the facility that they think Sam Bradford's playing on mm-hmm. Monday night. Mm-hmm. We, we'll see how that, you know, that we'll see what happens in, in Minneapolis today. But the Bears have said multiple times they think he's going. The Dalvin Cook injury is, is really bad. Now, yeah, they, they get him banged up. So I, I think third in the NFC North is about where Minnesota is. But that is a very veteran defense, and they show a lot of different looks. And I really think they're going to be ready for Trubisky. So we'll see what, what the young guy can do. But for, for me, you know, it always starts with Green Bay atop that NFC North. But I'm, I'm very impressed, Andy, with Detroit. Uh, Matthew Stafford, the last couple of seasons, has really started coming into his own. Doesn't make as many bad mistakes. He's a real leader, and that's that's a pretty good team. So I, I could see those being the two playoff teams again in the division this year. Um, but Minnesota, yeah, I, I, they're they're you know sort of a quarterback away and uh, a dynamic skill position player away. Yeah, uh, Sam Bradford. I'm not so sure about Sam Bradford. You know, he's got a really good completion percentage. But he doesn't make a lot of big plays. So, yeah, I, I think third in the, in the NFC North, probably at the end of the day, is where Minnesota is going to end up, and Chicago likely fourth. And we talk about injury here. Last one for you, Jeff, with the uh, suspension to Bears linebacker Danny Trevithan and uh, to that hit on Devontae Adams. Oh, my. Uh, nasty helmet to helmet. And he, scary moment for Adams, was able to be released from hospital and all that and going through the concussion stuff. But uh, players weighing in. Uh, what did you make of the suspension? Do you feel that the, the right decision was made there by the league? I do, I do, and I want to be very clear, Andy. I don't think Trevathan's a dirty player, yeah. and the Bears have echoed those comments this week. I mean, I've never ever heard someone say Danny Trevathan breaks the rules. I mean, he's a good player, still young, you know, won a Super Bowl ring in Denver. 
leader on that defense, just a real good guy yeah. inside the locker room. It, it was it was a mistake. I mean, he was leading with his helmet, and his intent was not to go helmet to helmet. But whenever that momentum is taking you forward and your head's going first, you know you run the risk of these types of things happening. If he was leading with his shoulder, it's not as devastating of a hit. And, you know, maybe he's fine. I, I don't know, but he definitely isn't suspended. But I, I thought all along that once he got the two-game suspension, that they would likely reduce that to one. So I, I think the league got it right. It's going to be a loss for the Bears on Monday night. They're going to be scrambling there a little bit. They're going to start John Timu and Christian Jones because Jarrell Freeman, you know, former CFL star Jarrell Freeman, yeah. is already on injured reserve with a torn pectoral muscle. So they're thin at inside linebacker this week. But, yeah, I do think at the, you know ultimately – I think the league got it uh, correct. I think Trevathan's one-game suspension, I think uh, that's probably what he should have gotten for a hit of that magnitude. Right, especially we're not talking about uh, a, a, a Vontae's perfect or something guy who's notoriously dirty. So, Right, exactly. Right. Uh, Jeff, a real pleasure, man. Thank you so much. We'll uh, be watching closely to see what young Mitchell Trubisky has in store for us on Monday night. Thank you, Andy. Have a great rest of your weekend. All right, you too, sir. That is ESPN's Jeff Dickerson. Get him on Twitter, at Dickerson. ESPN covers the Chicago Bears and the NFC North. So we're going to step aside. When we come back, it's time for Hey Cully. Scott Cullen from TSN.ca. If you have your fantasy football questions, you need tips, you need advice, tweet us at AndyMC81, at TSN4Downs. Use the hashtag Hey Cully, and we'll try to answer some of those next on TSN4Downs. Chris Carson hurt his ankle. He hurt pretty significantly. Um, we had a couple different reports here, but now we know that he, he did hurt his ankle significantly. We'll see what that means when we get all the MRIs and all that stuff done. Uh, he's got a hamstring. Do an MRI. We'll, we'll know more tomorrow. When did it happen? On the run. On the touchdown run. In a touchdown run. Second run. First and 10. Handoff. Dalvin. Room up the middle. To the 25. Oh, Dalvin no. Cook was hit, and he dropped the ball. Oh, no. Dalvin Cook is down holding his knee. Good Lord. Oh, injuries, injuries, injuries affecting your fantasy lineup. We got some help for you right now. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara, and you can follow us on Twitter at TSN 4 Downs, TSN the number 4 Downs, myself at AndyMC81. Don't forget, folks, you can enter our 4 Downs Domino's DraftKings contest by going to draftfree.com, draftfree.com for our NFL Pick'em contest. You can win a grand prize, Domino's pizza prize, and cash. Come shut me and screw up. We've been talking trashy on Twitter. Come do it. Let's see what, let's see what you got. Draftfree.com for this week's games. Let's enter on the line. Bring him on. Scott Cullen from TSN.ca, one of our terrific fantasy experts. Scotty, how are you? I'm great. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing good, man. So, uh, yeah, we have injuries all over. Dalvin Cook's gone. Uh, you heard Carson's out. Uh, Derek Carr, two to six weeks. And Marcus Mariota's dragging his leg behind him with that hammy. We got some problems here. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. It's, uh, we, we've hit a savage part of the schedule where uh, all, all these guys that you, you had started to count on uh, are not going to be available for a while. So... Um, yeah, it, it, uh, and you, you couple that with some teams on bye weeks, and suddenly oh. the, uh, the, the fantasy pickings get pretty slim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you, you factor in what the, the Saints and um, uh, Falcons are on the bye. Yeah. So even, like, receivers, like Julio Jones, uh, no, Devontae Freeman, gone, Matt Ryan, like, <laughs> there's, whew, 
<laughs> it's a uh, it's a little tough. Uh, if we're looking, let's let's start quarterback first year, Scotty, and, and you can tweet in your questions. Um, hashtag Hey Cully, and uh, uh, we, we'll try to help you out. I've got several ones about quarterbacks, so we'll kind of lump them together at TSN sure. Scott Cullen at Andy MCD one. Where do you look quarterback wise? I guess let's go league first because when like I don't think we want to go with EJ Manuel with the Raiders, <laughs> right? I don't think no, we want to go Castles. I, 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 don't, I don't think we do. <laughs> Um, I don't think we want to go with Castles for the, the Titans. Where are you looking for quarterbacks? Well, yeah, it's uh, the, here's a, the strangest thing, something I would have never thought I would, uh, I would have suggested. Uh, I might look to the Rams for Jared Goff. Oh, my. You know, um, not, not that, you know, you're, you're getting a world beater here, but if you're looking to pick up a quarterback, it's because something has happened to your mm-hmm. starter. Maybe you had Derek Carr or, or you have problems with, uh, with when you're starting quarterbacks. Like, uh, and so, you know, Jared Goff was, yeah, I, I had pretty much, I won't say written him off coming into the season, but I certainly had no real fantasy hopes for him um, coming into this season. Uh, and suddenly this, this Rams offense, uh, they can move the ball a little bit. And, and it's not as though Goff is putting up massive numbers, but, you know, we've got uh, set seven touchdowns in four weeks, and um, he's been over 250 yards in three of the four games. So, you know, that there's enough there that if you're if you're looking for somebody to kind of come in and give you some relief, uh, somebody like Jared Goff, who's still widely available, um, might you know might might be able to do you do you some good. Uh, I think the you know the the bigger challenge is if you, if you want to try and get somebody who's um, you know, maybe may owned in, in more leagues, and you know, maybe you're you have to get lucky. And, and you know, if in that case, I think you know, maybe trying Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. uh, maybe trying Eli Manning. You know, obviously neither of these guys these guys come with warts. But uh, you know, there's not much point. There's not much point in me telling you to go grab uh, you know Tom Brady because you know the, the guys at that level are gone. So we're we're looking kind of around the mid level guys who might not be uh, on rosters. Um, and, and I think, you know, you're, you're going to get some guys who, uh, you know, maybe don't have, uh, you know, week in, week out, great production. But I mean, a guy like Tyrod Taylor, um, because he can also run the ball and, and tends to run the ball uh, on a pretty regular basis. Um, he can be pretty useful if, if you need a, a stop gap. Right. And I, cause after that, Scotty, really, you're starting to look into, all right, uh, Indianapolis' defense isn't great, but are you going to trust Brian Hoyer, who flashed in one game out of four, yeah. right? Like Josh McCowan against Cleveland, he can pop up big numbers at times, but he can also be a complete disaster. So, oh, yeah. Or, or, <laughs> this is the, or, or do you want Mitch Trubisky? Do you want Trubisky? You hey. Know, just, just go on. Go on. He's you know, going to make his first start and just say, okay, we're riding with with a, a rookie quarterback who is yet to play in the league. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'd feel great about that yeah. either. You know, I, and you know, put him on your radar for later in the year, maybe. But I, I think right now it's pretty tough to grab these these guys. I mean, and the same goes for EJ Manuel, right? Is that mm. you know we just don't have there's not enough track record with EJ Manuel for us to be optimistic that he's going to put up good numbers with the Raiders. I mean, goodness, the, the Raiders' offense has been struggling with Derek Carr, so uh, yeah. I, I don't expect that it's going to be great with uh, EJ Manuel there. And that's a great point, too, Scotty, because when you look at backups, and if Mariota doesn't play, going to be questionable with that hammy, and if he does go, how effective is he going to be? You have to take into account, especially for Daly, uh, the the weapons around them. So how does mm-hmm. EJ Manuel in? How is that going to affect Amari Cooper? How is that going to affect Michael Crabtree? Right, like well, it, and, it, and the thing is, I mean, Cooper's already been struggling 
the past couple of weeks as is. You know, like like real questions are kind of being raised here because people would have drafted Amari Cooper early. Oh sure. Uh, in the last two weeks, he has three catches for 15 yards total. That's it. Wow. Um, and so you know, if this is a guy who you were kind of counting on to be your uh, starter at wide receiver week in and week out, uh, you know, you're, you're not feeling too great about it. And now the fact that they've moved down to the backup quarterback. Uh, you're probably not feeling any better about it. So, I mean, it, it's a, that becomes a tough situation because, you know, you've invested so much um, to have Amari Cooper uh, on your roster. Um, you know, how, how long do you give him before you, before you start uh, looking for other alternatives? I mean, I think that, that you, you could reach the point already if you have other, other good options uh, on your bench that you'd be willing to sit Amari Cooper until, until things get sorted out. In conversation with TSN.ca Scott Cullen on Twitter at TSN Scott Cullen. Okay, we want to get to Stock Up, Stock Down in a moment, so we'll answer your uh, further Hey Cully questions on Twitter. You can still go at TSN Scott Cullen, at AndyMC81, and at TSN 4 Downs. Let's get to it. Stock Up, Stock Down. Yeah, love that stick. Okay, Scotty, who's your Stock Up for uh, week number five? Stock Up, I'm going with Devin Funches. Uh, wide receiver with Carolina. Uh, look, his first couple of years were rather inconsistent, but he started to to put it together this year. And with uh, Greg Olson out, there are more looks for him in the Carolina passing game. Uh, the past three weeks, he has 15 catches for 196 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, last week was his first multi-touchdown game of his career. Um, but one of the things uh, about Funches was uh, that he, he had some drops in his first couple of seasons, and, and he's, he's starting to catch more of his targets. And his last season, he, he was catching under 40% of the balls targeted for him. This year, he's up to 63%, um, and just seems to be a little bit more reliable option uh, in the Carolina passing game. And as he becomes more reliable, they start to throw him the ball more. My stock up, and this is more of a, a future one looking towards next week, is Cameron Bray. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Sky, all this guy has done, okay. The Bucks they draft O.J. Howard, who I love, and I think he's mm-hmm. going to be a stud. But all Cameron Brait has done the last three weeks is catch almost every pass that's thrown to him and score a touchdown in each of the last three weeks, and he's had 13.3, 18, and 17.8 fantasy points in PPR. Like, that yeah. stock is... And he's owned in a lot of leagues, but I still feel he's... He's underrated. So for like looking forward for a, a daily play, they're going up against Arizona next week, and for um, even for league stuff if he is available, like that's that's a guy who's flying under the radar, and I think his stock should be higher. Totally, he was he was a guy coming into the year that I had. Uh, I, I think I had him in my sleepers column, either sleepers mm-hmm. or breakthroughs. That that you know I know there was some you know some thought about OJ Howard that oh they drafted this this tight end with great potential, but it's like yeah break finished last year with some pretty solid numbers and, and, and kind of under the radar. Right. Uh, and so, you know, he kind of stepped right right into it this year and is continuing to produce. And so, um, you know, whatever whatever happens with O.J. Howard's career, I don't, I don't think it's going to be this year that he overtakes uh, Cameron Braid on that depth chart. No, and it often takes tight ends a couple of years to, to really break in because it is a complicated position. So uh, Cameron Braid's a smart pickup. Okay, you're stocked down. Stocked down. I'm going with Javorius Allen. Uh, mm. The buck stops here in Baltimore. Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, at, I mean, part of this is the Ravens have been getting hammered, and so that you know you're not exactly running the ball uh, when when you're getting blown out the way they have been the past couple of weeks. Uh, but he's also kind of losing some uh, some touches here to Alex Collins, uh, who's run for 164 yards on 18 carries in the past two weeks. Um, you know that kind of average. Uh, might in, might suggest that the Ravens will keep handing the ball to Alex Collins a little bit more. Um, 
And so I, I would just be sort of cautious. I, I know uh, early in the season, after the first week, uh, everybody was racing to the waiver wire to grab uh, Javorius Allen. Yeah. Uh, because all of a sudden he was playing this big role uh, in the Baltimore offense. Uh, but I think that role is starting to get reduced. And if and if Alex Collins keeps producing, um, you know, I, I think you can probably find better options in the backfield. It's funny how every week after like week two in the NFL season, it's, it's every, oh, which running back's going to get one extra carry? People sprinting, yeah. like falling over themselves to pick up these guys. But hey, that's why we give the advice, Scotty, if you don't take care of running back early in your fantasy draft, you are stuck chasing it the whole season. That's how it's sort of been, you know. Right. And, and like it, like particularly if you could get those guys who are the real uh, bell cow running backs, yeah. the guys who who uh, you know get you a bunch of carries, and in ideally, you know, if it's a Le'Veon Bell or somebody who also stays on the field and passing down, that you know those those guys are are worth their weight in gold uh, for fantasy purposes. You know, it used to be that you know every team had guys who. Um, that their main running back would get a ton of touches. Well, there aren't that many teams that do that. So the teams that do, um, you know, there might be eight or ten uh, running backs who really get that heavy workload. Well, the value of those eight or ten guys is substantial, you know, because it really it sets them apart from all these other teams that are running kind of two- and three-man combinations uh, in the backfield. And, look, you can find value in guys who – uh, who are sharing time in the backfield, but it's pretty nice having the guy who who you know is going to get the bulk of the touches. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And my stock down, Martellus Bennett, zero touchdowns, zero, none, <laughs> through the first four weeks of the season, the hot free agent pickup for the Packers. He hasn't got into double-digit fantasy he, points yet. He must, he must not have a good quarterback. That, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. With all those gone, injuries. Gone from Brady there and oh. Rodgers. That's, that's a good life for my yeah. Wait. Still, no, still no touchdowns. Part, I think the problem there is, is, I mean, not problem, but look, Green Bay has a lot of good receivers, right? right. They, they've they been able to uh, you know, keep Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and uh, Devontae Adams when he's not getting his bell rung. Um, you know, all those guys are in the mix for uh, for touchdowns for them. And so, yeah, it's, it can be tough for uh, the Green Bay tight end to to kind of emerge uh, and do something. But, yeah, you're right. Martellus Bennett would have come into this season with some real expectations. And, uh, you know, you'd like, you'd like more than zero touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's a big downer. And against Dallas, I'm not starting him this week. Okay, Scotty, thank you so much. We'll uh, check out all your fine work on tsn.ca. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. All right, Scott Collin. Get him on Twitter, at TSN Scott Collin. We're going to take the break and come back with our injury report for your fantasy lineup. I'll give you my DraftKings sleeper picks for my DK Playbook NFL article, and we're going to go through our four downs, dominoes, DraftKings NFL Pick'em contest for you. We'll tell you how to enter, win some cash, and some free pizza. A lot more coming up on TSN Four Downs. Here's the spot. It's down. The kick is airborne, and this one is no good again. The veteran kicker has missed three, 56-49, and now 31. Fans are unhappy. The one at the end, that hurt. I mean, that would have given us a good chance, but, you know, it's, it's just one it's one play, and it, it went against us. Jonathan Jones broke on the throw. The end of the game. And saves the Patriots, who improved to 3-2 and two with a 19-14 win here in Tampa. Back to wrap up TSN 4 Downs as we get ready for Week 5 in the National Football League. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara, and you can get me on Twitter at AndyMCD1 and the show at TSN 4 Downs. All right, so let's get you ready, your fantasy lineup, whether you're playing DFS or your league. So a new thing we're going to get to with your fantasy injury report. 
TSN Four Downs presents the Fantasy Football Injury Report. Ow! Well done. <laughs> so, our injury report begins with Dalvin Cook, the Vikings. Oh my, uh, what a beast he has been. He's out, and okay, if you have him, who's the handcuff you want to go with on the Vikings? Jarek McKinnon? He had forever to prove himself and has never really been able to step up, so he's probably going to be your third down option. Latavius Murray flashed in Oakland, very so-so. And Stephen Ridley, back out. Out of the out of the weeds to to join that uh, that depth chart. Like, Chris, I don't know if I'm really comfortable touching anybody. Maybe if you're PPR, maybe McKinnon. Yeah, I was gonna say that in a PPR league, you definitely want to go McKinnon because I think he'll be on the field for third down at least. Yeah, Latavius Murray, they they gave him five million dollars. You think they'd want to run to try to use him? This will be a chance, right? Like this will be his shot. Yeah, exactly. It's his time right now to prove that he can still play because he hasn't looked. Good at all? No, no, not not nearly uh, what they wanted. And then you couple that with Sam Bradford. Looks like he's going to play, but can you ever really trust Sam Bradford? And that totally changes the dynamic of that offense. When we saw what he was able to do when healthy, Stephon Diggs was a beast. He's still leading the league in receiving yards. Adam Thielen, uh, Kyle Rudolph a little bit, and then out of the out of the backfield. So even if Bradford is in, that wonky knee, that deep bone bruise, whatever that he's had surgically repaired twice, I don't know if I'm trusting him. I would tend to lean away from most Minnesota Vikings this week. Yeah, I agree. You just think you're playing against the Bears. If I'm the Vikings, why risk Sam Bradford versus yeah, the Bears? Very true. And then and then you have Case Keenum, of course, who can suck or he just destroys you and goes off for three hundred plus yards. I I, I, <laughs> I will err on the side of not trusting Case Keenum. Thank you. Smart smart move, Andy. Yeah. All right, a couple other quarterbacks on the injured list. Derek Carr, oh, EJ Manuel in. Ugh. And then Marcus Mariota, that hamstring. G- crack him. Right, track him, see if he goes. But even if he's healthy, okay, you're probably going to lose some of the dynamic ability in running the ball with that hamstring. If he's out, Matt Castle is in. What does that do? There's a trickle down effect, right? The the rest of the lineup. So, track car, uh, Mariota as well, and then Chris Carson for the Seattle Seahawks. Boy, that backfield was a mess, and Carson doesn't help it. <laughs> he does not. Before help we it. start, um, Marcus, please oh get better fast. Wow, says um, the Titans fan. Rest that hammy if you need it. Even if you start, just hand the ball off. It's hand the it Dolphins. Off. They're not very good. They're not going to be able to put up a lot of points. Yeah. Just win dirty, guys. <laughs> you got Cleveland. You got Indy coming up. Get just him get, Just get better. Please, Marcus. Thank you. That is the public service announcement for Mike Skrzniak to Titans fans. I could care less if he does play or not. Sorry, oh, thanks, man. Sorry, Skrzniak. Thanks. Appreciate just, that. Just getting you right in the back there. So, Mariota and Carson... Uh, are out as well. So track that, and oh boy, I feel bad for Carson. He looked really, really good. He did, and that that Seattle backfield again is just a disaster, especially with it's that O line. Like the bad, fact that he can look man. that good behind these Sivs playing O line. I know. Who do you who? What are you waiting for? CJ Procise to come back now? I'm not like, touching anybody. I'm not touching anybody in that Seattle backfield. I'm done. I'm just like the but Patriots. Russell Wilson looks him. so good. I know. I know. I'm I'm staying away. The only pl- what I'd feel confident in playing is probably Russell Wilson. He's honestly the right? only guy. That's it. Can you count on any of the receivers to jump in? Jimmy Graham? Yeah, no. Maybe because like tight ends kind of depleted right now Maybe. in fantasy, but he's done nothing really. 
Paul Richardson. You're not playing Tyler Lockett unless you have return yards. You're not playing him. Yeah, very bland. All right, so that's the injury report. Want to get to this, our DraftKings contest, folks, okay? For four downs brought to you by Domino's, you go to draftfree.com, draftfree.com, and it's the NFL Pick'em game. So it's not the salary cap one. It's new from DraftKings. So you have six tiers this week, and out of each group, you pick which player you think is going to be the best, okay? So we have a grand prize this week. You're going to win a huge Domino's pizza pizza prize pack, three large, three topping pizzas, value over 50 bucks, and then after that, if you don't finish first, you win cash. So you go to draftfree.com. You can sign up from there. Go through with that link. It's a private contest. You can sign up right through draftfree.com. We're going to try to help you out a little bit, but Scriz and I, we're going to enter, and you're damn right, I'm taking that pizza if I finish first, man. There's no mercy. Well, I'll save it for like Tuesday or Wednesday because it's Thanksgiving. Probably a lot of leftovers. That's true. That's true. However, <laughs> veteran move. So let's go tier one. So who do you think is going to have the best week? We'll go through a couple here. Um, we got Carson Palmer, Eli Manning, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett, or Carson Wentz. Who's going to have the best week? Give me Roethlisberger at home versus Ooh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Baby. He's not on the road. He's a better quarterback at home. They got the weapons. Le'Veon Bell finally looks like Le'Veon Bell. Jags are sneaky, though, that D. They haven't played it. Name one. What's the best team they played? No, you're right. Tom Savage led Houston Texans. (laughs) Joe Flacco and the Ravens. You're right. They got killed by Mariota. Well, they didn't even get killed by Mariota. It was the rest of the team, but they're they're junk. They're very overrated. I'm taking Big Ben. You're taking Big Ben? I'm going Carson Wentz. I'm I'm liking what the kid's doing, man. I'm, he's really? out of that group, Jeffrey versus um, Patrick Peterson doesn't scare you at all. The Cardinals don't scare me. Period. Right now, I think they. I I thought the last two years they should be better. They keep underwhelming, and Carson Wentz has the highest fantasy points per game out of that group. So I'll go Carson. Uh, let's go one more tier here. In all right, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, AJ Green, OBJ, Keenan Allen, Devontae uh, or uh, Parker and McCoy. Uh, and also Le'Veon Bell. You're going to double down with Bell? I think I'm going to double down with Antonio Brown. Ooh. With Big Ben. Okay. I have to. Like, Even though he's probably going to see Jalen Ramsey a lot, who's looked very promising, mm-hmm. I just think that they're going to have the ball for 40, 45 minutes. Brown's, like, and Antonio Brown is one of those special talents that he you, you almost don't need to take into account. And after, well, he remember kicking over the water bottle, the water container, and the callouts that Big Ben's had? Yeah. I think this is the one game where they can just kind of bounce back, figure out that chemistry, and he goes off for 150 yards on a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell is up against the Jags' run defense that is ranked 29th. They're first in, when it comes to fantasy opposition, um, against the pass, almost last against the run. So I'll go Le'Veon Bell out of that group. So that's how you play there. There's six tiers. Again, go to draftfree.com. It's our Domino's Four Downs DraftKings Pick'em Contest. Okay, so draftfree.com. Pick it. You can chirp us too, man. We want we, we love the interaction on Twitter. We've got some already. At AndyMC81, at TSN Four Downs, and at ScrizzyTSN. Scrizzy underscore, underscore. TSN. You're I a bad friend. That, that's okay. I always forget that underscore. I'm going to go 80s heel on you in about a minute. <laughs> You're going to throw, throw some sand powder, in powder in your eyes. Mr. Or? Fuji. <laughs> Love it. And real quick, got uh, you can check out my uh, sleeper articles for DraftKings on DK Playbook. Here's a guy I really like this week. I'm going tight end, Charles Clay, Buffalo Bills. Leading the team in targets and yards. It took him a couple years. He's finally woken up because there's no other option. Right? Jordan Matthews is also hurt as well. Yeah, he's hurt. Zay Jones looks lost. He's. I think Zay Jones is going to turn out well, but right now you got Clay. He's that hybrid type of tight end, 6'3", 255. He's a punisher guy. But what happens against that Cincinnati defense? You got the front four that can get after the quarterback, and you have a ball-hawking secondary. So what does that leave open? 
middle of the field and the sticks, the sidelines. That's where Clay is most effective. So I think he's going to be Tyrod's best friend against the Bengals, and he's going to have a big game if you're playing on DraftKings. He's only 4800 bucks and might be available in some of your leagues as well. So keep an eye out there. You can check uh, all my sleepers at uh, DK Playbook under NFL, and I post all of them on Twitter at AndyMC81. Great show, guys. Wow. That was a lot a lot to get to. Happy Thanksgiving, bud. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners. So for producer Mike Skrizniak, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 and TSN 1150. Enjoy the games.